Is one the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio. Where I myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their artistry, and of course, you know, we got to drop that hot new heat before the end of the show is out. All right, got special guests on the phone lines tonight, hailing all the way from Atlanta, GA. Desire is on the phone lines. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, let them know who we got on the phone lines individually. I'm Sway. This your boy, and together, this your boy, Desire. There it is. We got Desire on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Atlanta, GA. Pleasure to have you guys on. I had a chance to hear the new record, Tell Me. Dope record. Yeah, we're going to talk about the record a little bit. Plus, I'm going to give you guys a chance to uh, introduce the record a little later on in the show, of course, too, okay? All right. But first and foremost, let's start off. uh, Talk to our listeners real quick about you guys uh, coming up, how you guys got involved in music and started music and uh, what what that, uh, you know, landscape looked like growing up uh, right there in Atlanta, Georgia. Are you both from Atlanta? No, I actually grew up, this is exclusive, I actually grew up in a small city, South Georgia, called Valdosta, Georgia. Okay. And I grew up in a small city in Alabama, Scottsboro, Alabama. Okay. And you both ended up moving to Atlanta, Georgia and meeting at some point in time. Off of we the, actually uh, met before we moved to Atlanta. Oh, wow. Okay. So you already knew each other by the time you both touched down at ATF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. At least already coming into the city knowing somebody. Yeah. It, it made it a lot easier yeah. to navigate around the city and just find new spots and stuff to go to. You ain't got to be at the bar by yourself. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh. Talk to me about the record, Tell Me. Where did the idea for this song and the the record itself come from? Well, uh, once I heard the track, the chorus came to me. 
And it gave me kind of like a 90s, early 2000s kind of Jodeci feel to it. Uh-huh. So I started writing the chorus. Um, and once I kind of got it to how I wanted it to sound, I contacted Exclusive. Uh, told him I think I got something for us. Uh, and then we started working on the verses together. And uh, basically, that's, that's how it came together. Sometimes as a writer, when you're vibing with a, a track or something like that, the song will write itself. Yeah, <laughs> so it was right. a hard song to write. Now, what what type of feelings were you trying to pull out from the listeners with this record? Uh, we basically just wanted to pull out the feeling of them being with this Nick and the other or whoever they with for the night and just having them tell them what they want them to do. How can, how can they please them? Mm. Yeah. I definitely hear what you're saying, that, that 90s vibe and sound. You know, that's exactly what I heard when I first popped it on for the first time. I was like, oh, wow, hold up, man. This is a little throwback vibe. What we got going on here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And it was, but it was feel good. It felt good. If the energy of the record felt good, um, and everything. So, uh, I, kudos from what I what I think of the record. I, and I'll give you more details. Like I said, a feedback of what I thought of the record, just as an avid listener and fan of music myself. Um, okay, appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt. But um, so talk to our listeners about how, how you guys again became a duo. How did you guys come together? Uh, Sway so started auditioning different people for the group. Uh, we started out as a four-member group. Of course, we okay. had a lot of drama along the way, so it dwindled down to three. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> dwindled down to two. <laughs> and so it, yeah, we, yeah, we had a little, you know, Destiny style. Yeah, it happens sometimes, brother. But I was one of the people that auditioned and got chosen, and uh, we've been rocking ever since. Just clicked very well together. Our voices very well together and we write well together that's what's up so what do you think of some pros of being a duo uh, the first thing that pops in my head is you only got to split the money two ways <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one and that's a great one that's a very important one <laughs> having help on them bills is always good Right. <laughs> that was a great answer. <laughs> what else though? Any any other uh what do you what you would considered uh pros of being a duo? I for me I think it's you have to deal with just one other personality. Yeah. Yeah. One other mood swing if if, if you know if you have it. It's not multiple. Yeah. And then with us when we hear a song the way it vibes, the person who takes the lead on it depends on their voice. If you know who sounds the best on this part, so it's not a big like argument for us. So you would definitely say y'all work well together. Yeah, we work very well together. So we talk about some pros. What are some uh, cons? Uh, to be honest, we really don't have, well, I will say sometimes the con is when you're writing, sometimes you kind of need somebody else to bring a different perspective or a different idea to the table. 
Yeah, I got you. So now that I would say that would be the only con for myself. Yeah, me too. It's not a lot of time. That's good. That's that sounds great to have that type of working relationship and not have a whole lot of cons. <laughs> Tell <Yeah. me. laughs> So how long have you guys been the duo, the group itself? You said you started with four and you dwindled down to two and it's sticking right here. Y'all solid ten toes down. So how long has it just been the duo? Uh it's been just a duo for about four years. Okay. All right. So a lot accomplished within the four years just from the duo. Uh, so far, yeah, we we done a couple of opening uh, spots for different artists. Uh, we put out our first EP as a duo in 2019, and uh, actually, excuse me, I think 2018, the end of 2018, end of 2018. Okay. And uh, okay. getting ready to release the second EP next month. Cool, cool. Make sure our listeners on the lookout for that. Definitely. Um, wh- how is ATL like gravitating to your sound? I mean, a, a lot of that art, that '90s we were talking about sound. Some of it came right from Atlanta. So, how how are they responding to the record and the 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 classic vibe and energy of that record? Uh, a lot of people are saying that it's refreshing, different from what's on the radio and. Uh, just just a lot more musical than what they're hearing at the moment. So every time we let somebody hear the record, they were like, oh, man, that was so refreshing. Like, we need, we need that right now. So that's kind of the feedback that we've been getting about the record. Talking to Desire right now on the phone lines, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, let me talk to you guys a little bit about what I thought about the record, just to give you some feedback. Um so I thought the I thought it was unique uh, vocals. It was very nice vocals on it. Unique sound, classic sound, great energy on the record. I like the full production of uh, the background and the beat. Um, the unique sound and style for me really works, like you said, with that whole 90s vibe from back in the day, old school R&B. It kind of reminds me of, you know, uh, groups like The Guy and Boys to Men, Shy and New Edition. Like it kind of gave me those type of energy and feel and vibe. Um, right, right. I can definitely hear this on different platforms, um, but of course, radio-wise, I can hear it in hip-hop. Uh, I can hear it on AC. I can even hear this on Top 40, that mainstream crossover vibe. Um, taking it back, real R&B, man, crossover appeal. I, I think it has a lot of potential. Cool. That's exactly the, what, what we were going for, so I'm happy it translated that way. So let me ask you this question as a duo. Why is it important for you guys to focus on real R&B music, like bringing it back? Well, growing up, I just really listened to, like, some of the artists you were naming, Jodeci, Boys to Men, New Edition, uh, even some of the girl groups, Skate, TLC, yep, yep, yep. Uh, SWV. When I go back and listen to those records, man, you could just hear so many harmonies and how they blend together. And some of the records just feel so good. They just make you want to just either snap your hands or nod your head or whatever. So I remember how it made me feel growing up. So that's what I wanted to translate in my own music to give to everybody else. Nice. So why is that classic sounding R&B needed today? 
from your perspective as somebody who's been a fan of it yourself and then now kind of presenting your own style of music which kind of uh patterns that classical sound of r&b why do you feel like that sound is needed today i feel like it's needed because how it makes people feel like no matter what uh, people are listening to whenever a feel good R&B record comes on they whole attitude the whole persona just changes and I, I just personally I don't want to see it uh, die down because a lot of people were saying that R&B is dead but we trying to uh, at least put something back in it and make them think differently From your perspective, why why do you think we've gotten away from that classical sound of R and B, of what we know to be true R and B? I think we've gotten away from it because just pretty much what radio forces you, force feeds you. Right. Uh, you you hear the same songs over and over and over, and most of those songs are well, if you listen to hip hop and top top forty, most of those songs are hip hop. And everybody is starting to write towards that lane. Like it's uh it's more like hip hop singing is what I call it. Yeah, like that sing rapping kind of <laughs> Yeah, and then you got the records like people are actually singing, but then they don't add any harmonies. Like uh Brandy actually did a really good job on her album with the harmonies, I think dropping that R and B album. That was a dope record. Um, yeah. Jasmine Sullivan just dropped another dope R&B album. But I think people are just getting away from, uh, they're just following the trend, so to say. Now, what would you say is your goal uh, for your sound? Now that we're talking about it being a classic R&B sound for today's generation, What's the goal for your sound in this this current game? I think personally for me to go would be for the sound to to reach uh people that think R and B is dead. Like I wanna change their opinion about how they feel about it as a whole. You wanna add on? No, just piggyback and yeah, we, we want to change people's perception of R and D. Like exclusive said, a lot of people think that it's dead, and it's not. I mean, I remember being young listening to Lauren Hill's Miseducation, and like the feeling that I had for her for that album, it influenced me to do music. Yeah, TLC's Crazy, Sexy, Cool. I mean. These are albums that you can play all the way through. Thanks. And um, we want that same feeling for, for somebody that that doesn't think that R&B is still what it was. So as writers, performers, creators, what, I guess I should ask, what do you enjoy or appreciate about creating music? Uh, I enjoy the process of the thought first coming into your head, you trying to pan it out, 
through the process all the way through to the finished product. But my favorite, my favorite part about it is just the, the first thought that enters your head and you trying to figure out that formula of how to make it work as a, as a song. So you like that puzzle piecing? Yes. I like solving the puzzles, especially <laughs> especially when it feels like I can't quite get it. I like working on it until I solve the puzzle. Yeah, that challenge, yep. So yeah, create, the creative part is the the the, the part we love. I love listening to the song like after we recorded it and we hear it in the studio. All the parts. That's my favorite part. <laughs> now y'all name dropped a little bit earlier. Uh, who were some of those other groups or artists or musicians that inspire you guys? Like just coming up. Ooh, how much time we got? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all already named some dope groups, so I could imagine if I gave you some time, the names that would come out. <laughs> I'm going to give you it. some time. I ain't going to clock it. Go ahead. Whatever come to your mind and heart, brother. Go ahead. Y'all let it off your heart. I, I just kind of want to, for for this type of sound and music, I can only imagine, like I said, that list of, of the artists you're listening to. So go for it. I will say, uh, as a from studying as a writer perspective, Moki Robinson, uh, Baby oh, wow. okay. okay. Uh, Brian McKnight. Okay. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Okay, see, see. Uh, I mean, it's so many groups and harmony wise, boys and men, Jodeci, uh, Drew Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, Gate, yeah. SWV. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, it's so many people. So we can break that. Luther, then you got the great with Luther Vandross, Whitney uh, Houston. Talk to me now. Michael talk Jackson. to me. Talk to me. It's so many. Yeah. I can tell y'all were influenced by a lot of great music, though, just from what I'm hearing uh, musically from you guys. Yeah. uh, We we really tried to study different people for different reasons. Because I think you're trying to become an artist. You got to offer people the best that you can. But studying different people and just making sure you put forth the best, best product for people to get attached to and learning from the greats. A lot of people don't want to learn from what people before them did, but I think that some of these people give the best blueprint for how you can succeed with writing songs and how you put your records together. Yeah. Who are some of the people that deserve some shout-outs or mentions for their help on this latest project? Or just their support overall. Uh, we got to definitely give a shout out to Drew Castro. Definitely. Uh, my boy Julio playing the bass on Tell Me. Uh, all the producers, all the people that help create the the EP. We definitely appreciate everybody. A shout out to Serene. So, uh, how do you guys prepare to record? I know that it might be a little different now with the whole COVID nineteen, but what does that recording session with you guys look like? Do y'all like a lot of people in the studio, just like to be by yourselves? 
Uh, you need, need a, something to sip on, you know. You need a little, a little essence, a little herbal essence in the air. <laughs> like, what is that? What does a recording session with Desire look like? Uh, we kind of just go in there with us two, basically us two and whoever the engineers are, and uh, just go in there and knock it out. We've been told our recording style is kind of strange because we like to spend like weeks with the song before we even go into the studio. So y'all, y'all sitting with the baby, y'all, y'all, y'all babysitting for a second, make sure you you got everything you need for it. Yeah, we like to go practice it and fine tune it a little bit and just see if we can hear different stuff on it. And then we'll go in and record. I think we lit some candles. We have some candles in the studio. There you it's go. Like, Set that mode. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I like I'm a visual person. I like to ask that question to kind of get an idea what that you know, exactly what that session, recording session would look like with that particular artist. Um I move around a lot with a lot of artists. I do a lot of A and R work, managing campaigns and sell forms. Uh, we do a lot of tours, and you know it, it's important to me to, to to ask those questions and find out a little more than just the the outside the shell, you know, of an artist. I kind of like right. to know a little more what they're thinking and you know their thought process when it comes to how how they're comfortable to to create. Now. Do you guys have any fears when it comes to recording or performing? I don't think I have any fears to either one. I'm not afraid to go in there and buy to note it off. <laughs> you ain't lying either. It's light work, light work. But I, uh, I mean, I still get butterflies sometimes before performing, but that's natural. Yeah. I feel like that's natural. That means you still love what you're doing. Yeah, true feeling. So what would you say is Desire's ultimate goal in this music industry? I say to put out the best music that we can and to leave an uh, imprint on the R&B genre. Just leave a, a, a blazing trail of Desire. Mm. We don't want to just come in and do uh, basic stuff. We want to come in and just put our whole foot in there. <laughs> Not right. the whole foot. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put your foot in it now. You want to do rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, before I let you guys introduce the song, go ahead and give out your social media so our listeners can follow and make sure that they keep up with all the things you got coming up. Well, you can follow us at Official Desire, D-E-E-Z-I-R-E, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Clubhouse. Uh, once again, <laughs> that's Official Desire, D-E-E-Z-I-R-E. Y'all make sure you follow the crew, follow the crew. Desire on the phone lines right now, representing Atlanta, Georgia. Y'all go ahead and introduce the new single for the people. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Desire. It's our new single called Tell Me. Rock with it. Let us know how you feel. Hit us up, y'all. That's right. Tell me. Turn it up right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Let's go. Can you tell me all of the things you need? 
Damn, baby. 